Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. High inflation may give Singapore's central bank no choice but to keep pushing up the currency against the country's trading partners. But just how aggressive it will be is the key question for markets. And we're expecting that announcement tomorrow. But before that, to tell us what we can expect, joining us on the phone today is Ben Look, senior multi-asset strategist at State Street Global Markets. Ben, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Okay. Thank you for joining us. So, just to start off with the first question, with high inflation, more specifically, core prices at a 14-year high, can we say it's inevitable for the MAS to tighten its monetary policy tomorrow? Yeah, I think that's a that's a very valid question because it's really not no longer just about the MAS, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to uh, interest rate hikes that we've seen this year, it's really a, a relative scale that we're seeing, and with the fact that inflation is is really high, not just in Singapore, but also across Asia, as well as obviously in the developed markets, uh, there is no choice for them but to follow that path or else they will lose that, I would say, competitiveness uh, when it comes to longer term down the road in terms of its growth and inflation um, backdrop. So yes, they do need to obviously uh, stay aggressive and obviously uh, tighten further, given obviously how prices have moved. Mm-hmm. So how much do you expect the MAS to tighten? Right. So, so there's there's two views to this right now. I think um, I think the market consensus is is still split in terms of expecting either uh, the recentering of the midpoint of the policy band, obviously to the prevailing level, mm-hmm. um, or in addition to that, would be actually um, increasing the slope of the also uh, of the band in uh, in particular to actually gear for further appreciation. Now, uh, as a team, we we lean more towards just the former view, mm-hmm. which is that we don't expect any double up, given that um, as we actually see the MAS um, um, release, it will also actually indicate the Q3 uh, quarterly growth rate, right? So, And, mm-hmm. and that could actually come in uh, much weaker um, if we actually see both electronics and chemical demands actually really uh, flattering, at least in the near term. And given how much that is the contribution to the overall industrial production, then doing a double up this week would actually hurt exports even more, mm-hmm. which is why I think they, they, they wouldn't touch this yet. Um, Our expectation is if inflation does continue to shoot higher, let's say in the next three months, then we would actually anticipate another surprising policy meeting to Mm. actually cope with that inflation. But for now, they'll just do one out of the two. I see. I see. I just want to clarify a bit, though. If they go through with how you're expecting things to play out tomorrow, how would that compare with the other times that they did tighten? Right. So given so so last time and actually the, the, the throughout the, this year, mm-hmm. they've actually been, I would say, more leaning towards the aggressive side comparing to right now. Mm-hmm. And that's really due to the fact that at the very early part of this year, growth was still holding OK. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, given obviously we had the Q2 GDP number that came in as already negative, and now we obviously could actually enter into a technical recession this quarter as well mm-hmm. if industrial production does slow down, then it does, it actually gives them that extra headwind in terms of actually doing too aggressive. I think what um, the MAS will focus on is also inflation expectations as mm-hmm. well. Um, that that will that is actually now 
it's still very elevated, but it is at least stabilizing. So I think if, if that is actually the, the main view or the consensus that, that MAS believes in, then there isn't really a rush for them to do both of those measures together this week. Mm, you spoke about inflation figures, but what are some other key factors the central bank would be looking at to determine how much they will tighten? Right. So in terms of the MAS, obviously, we, we know that the, the most important central bank policy is focusing on the currency. So what we are continually seeing throughout this year has actually been dollar strength, right? That remains to be the, the, the key factor, and we don't really see that to slow down anytime soon. So mm-hmm. for, uh, for, for Singapore, which is obviously driven by both exports and re-exports, mm-hmm. uh, they need to basically keep their currency stable so that they can actually maintain that market share over the long term. So uh, allowing for uh, a little bit of a tightening would actually help maybe the thing to outperform on a relative basis Mm -hmm. versus um, the rest of Asia. But it wouldn't actually turn into a very, very strong um, thing movement that would actually deteriorate the overall competitiveness of the export sector, which we are worried as well. Mm, I see, I see. And how long do you see the MAS to continue tightening the policy I mean, we've seen Australia central bank easing there recently. Do you see any easing in Singapore soon? Well, so I think in terms of this year, I think the MAS will will continue in terms of really controlling for inflation because inflation also drives a a much higher import costs as well towards that re-export space. Mm -hmm. I think we really need to see until next year um, in terms of who is going to capitulate first in the developed markets. I think the, the goal, I think for most central banks, to be honest, is focusing on the Fed, right? Mm-hmm. So if the Fed does show signs of worries over recession or they are capitulating uh, in terms of now a, a, a weaker inflationary backdrop, then there is signs that MAS could also stop that tightening bias because what MAS would truly focus on is its trading partners and U.S. Mm-hmm. being one of them, very important, and obviously China and, and Europe as well. So they can't really be very aggressive mm-hmm. when when Europe and China are still looking quite weak, but obviously the biggest unknown still is how persistent will the Fed look going into 2023. I see, I see. If we see the continuous tightening this year, could further tightening lead to a technical recession? I, I think I think there is a chance of that. To, um, it's really due to not really a, a weakness in terms of the domestic economy that we're worried about, mm-hmm. because both the, the, the reopening story that continues to bowl very well well for, for Singapore uh, has continued. Uh, more importantly, we're still seeing very, very good um, domestic wage pressure come through. Mm-hmm. So that will actually lead to a good pent-up domestic consumption story. What we are more concerned would be um, the tightening that will lead to the export story that's slowing down because mm-hmm. Korea, like Singapore, is also very much heavily export-driven. And right. we're already seeing multiple months of trade deficits from Korea. So if if the prelude from Korea is an indication that Singapore could also feel that pain, then we could actually see a technical recession once the export sector falls from it. Mm-hmm. And with the tightening, how will that affect people like you and me in Singapore? Yeah. 
Well, I think in, in terms of relative basis, I think um, the thing for us we'll, we'll actually still appreciate because we still actually see uh, quite, a, quite a number of tailwinds that support the currency. Mm-hmm. One most importantly being that Singapore tends to be a lot more of a quality and defensive driven equity market. It's given basically very, very good uh, high dividend yields. It has a very, very uh, lucrative payout ratio as well. Mm-hmm. So both of which will actually help in terms of if we do see more and more risk off, people do need to park that cash somewhere, right? So mm-hmm. that quality buys in Singapore could benefit from it. So I think in terms of me and you per se, um, the strength of that, um, the Sing dollar on a relative basis would actually make our, our, our import costs lower. So for you to buy outside, that, that would obviously be a, a, a plus. But, but for those that are obviously much more driven by industrial as well as on the export side, mm-hmm. then then, then unfortunately, that would be the area where we would actually see further underperformance. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for joining us today. Thank you. We've been speaking with Ben Look, Senior Multi-Asset Strategist at State Street Global Markets. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.